Welcome to Sex and the Sex. In the Sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. My name's Arnold Wolf. I've seen all the episodes of Sex and the City, and I'm an actor and comedian. Cool. Um, <laughs> <weird order. laughs> My name is Amy Jamdor. I'm an actor and a comedian too. Um, and I've seen every episode of this season, of every season, um, six times. Whoa, okay. <laughs> My name is Jordan. I've never seen Sex and the City. I'm watching it for the first time now. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about this episode. <laughs> um, and we have a wonderful special guest. I almost said surprise, but it's not a surprise to any of us. You're here. Hello. How are you? Can you please introduce Hi. yourself? Yes. Hello. My name is uh, Kane or Zelda Moon. Um, hey. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hi, how are you? Thanks so much for joining us. I'm. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm great. I'm excited. And I, Kane, um, ex- explain what you do. Explain what you do a bit. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I am a drag queen. Um, I perform a lot with two other drag queens in Melbourne, Reester Girls. Who never you heard of them? Who's that? Yuck. They sound gross. No, yeah, they um, sound awful. For the Who are the two other queens? Um, so there's Benign Girl. And Rosie Susan. Honestly. Oh, what a bitch. I'm going to hate it. <laughs> Definitely save the best to last. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I did drag today, which is why I look like oh my God. an egg. You look you great. Look fresh. Um, look I look beautiful. green in this. Um, why? What, what kind of drag did you do today? Why? What were you doing? Um, Where were you? So I, so I had my regular day job. I work... Mm. Um, this isn't a secret, but I work at Mecca. Mm. Um, and oh through God, that lockdown, is, I did not know that. That's incredible. That's so cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Can I get my beauty loot box? I forgot to get oh it. My level God. two. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, beauty loop ended a week ago. Um, <laughs> I know. I want free samples. Um, <laughs> um, do you love complaining about we've free just, samples? We've just met and I want some free samples, please. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I gotcha. Um, yeah, but thankfully through lockdown, they have been pretty good with trying to make work available to us. So at the moment, my store is closed because of lockdown, but I'm working at another store and it's set up like a dark store. So they just have a few people in there and people can call and like kind of like call and collect. Oh, cool. So instead of buying online, if you wanted to, for whatever reason, like you need your foundation tonight for that party during lockdown, <laughs> um, you can go to a store and get it. Um, so I'm in store um, at the moment, just kind of hanging out, waiting for those call and collects. But today, um, because obviously we have like no call and collects, it's like, I mean, today there were five of us in store, I think, and we did like four. Mm between the hours of nine to five. So it's just kind of like Mecca's nice way of giving us meaningful work so we still have an income and don't stop to death. Um, But today I did like a live stream all afternoon of me getting into drag, Um, kind of like a live stream, get ready with me tutorial moment. So that is when I'm fresh face. That's awesome. I'll show you what I look like in the end. I put on. (laughs) You have to. Show us a pic. 
You look so. I feel like people always look so nice when they've done like their full face and then they wash it off because they oh, actually no. take. Oh my god! Off. Wow! Oh, stunning! Oh, it's so cool! God. Oh my god! Oh, good wig. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Hang on, where's the just regular makeup? Um, That's so cool. Yeah. When did you first meet um, Nick, who's benign girl for our listeners? Here we go. Wow! Oh, um, you look what gorgeous. Okay. Came slash Zelda yeah, if you're wearing listening. this beautiful like fairy floss yeah. wig with like mm-hmm. some like pinky oh my eyeshadow. God, and the glasses. Like a, like a yeah. I want to eat you. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I met the girls. I met Lazy at a gig. We had a honcho together yeah. years ago, um, and then kind of were on each other's radar. Yeah. But nine and I met. Um, yeah, again, years like years and years ago. And then when she got the call to put on miscellaneous queer event at the Beast, she contacted me and then we contacted Lazy in the end and that's how it all began. Oh, that's so cute because I was going to... Humby little burger joint in Brunswick Oh, uh, that's why I've said <laughs> Beastie <it>. Girls, duh. Um... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good name, Burger though. joint is like the Beast, like B-E. Yeah. East. Nothing to do with the Beastie Girls. I mean, boys. Beastie Boys. boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And, uh, um, yeah. And, Kane, what's what's your relationship with um, Sex in the City? Like, when did you first watch it? When did you first hear about it? And Or have you watched it before? So, like, yes, I have watched it. I don't know that I've watched all of it. Um, I've definitely, through the years, been like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch all of Sex and the City. I have never quite accomplished that. I think I've seen season one like a hundred times mm-hmm. and everything right. else less than that. Um, my favorite episode of Sex and the City is of course, Sex and the City 2, the movie. Um, <laughs> I because... haven't seen that because when I saw it, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, no. <laughs> oh my God, what is this? Jordan hasn't no, seen it. No, we can't talk about it. What, you don't? You don't like instant cinema classics? Yeah, you don't no, like, yeah. You don't like unproblematic um, <laughs> excellence on the gold. <laughs> it on is the just screen. like, yeah, it is um, It is a gift. Um, yeah, it's like amazing how you can like so succinctly like destroy a legacy in <laughs> an hour and a half. Totally get cancelled in every way possible um, in life. i've only seen like one i think i've said this before on the pod potentially but i have only seen one scene from sex in the city 2 and there is so much you know when you watch a movie where you're like who let there be a minute between each line (laughs) like they're all just like staring at each other and it's the slowest delivery you've ever heard um Mm. Like but, I've said this before as well, but it just reminds me of this podcast sometimes. In some episodes, we're like, and that's what I think. And then it's a minute later, and we're like, where are we? Yeah. Um, but my um, my other relationship with Sex in the City is that my um, my ex-boyfriend, my, like, second, my second boyfriend um, used to always, like, he loved Sex in the City. Mm. And he used to always say, um, and I don't quite remember the, context of the quote they used to always say it's me steve um, <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> <laughs> i 
I think it's like in the context of yeah. Steve is talking to Miranda and he's like, no, it's me. <laughs> um, We've well, said know, that a million times in this podcast but, too. It's me, uh, Steve. Okay, great. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, but Steve is absolutely my favorite oh, character. Yeah. He's so hot that okay. he can do no wrong and he's great. Yeah, yeah. interesting. So mm. speaking of characters, which which character do you identify the most with? Um, so I, yeah, I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> I, I kind of like, I just don't think that like the, I just don't think they split well into like, oh, you're such a Carrie or you're such a Samantha totally. because I feel like they are too, like, they're too saturated in their personality traits. Like they no longer are real people. Um, and I, I feel like, like to, to, like none of them have enough diversity within them to comfortably align yourself with one. So like, you know, yeah, it's just like that classic, like I'm a little bit of everything. Totally. Um, you can be hybrid. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I, cause I feel like people who don't know me that well would say that I'm like a Charlotte <laughs> and then people Insulting. that know me really well would say that I'm a Samantha. Um, but I would consider myself more of a Miranda, um, but who knows? Mm -hmm. That's actually a really interesting way of looking at it. It's like, who are you to other people? You know what mm. I mean? Like, I swear for there's a period of time, like, yeah, where I would definitely be like, oh, I'm the Samantha kind of thing. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm alone in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think it is like, who do you see yourself as? Who do other people see as you? And mm. um, and who do you portray yourself as, like, uh, in public? And who are you yeah. yourself by yourself? It's like a personality yeah. test. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it would be wild if you were 100% oh, a character fucked. that was written for television. Like that, like, they're not real people and they're, they're like yeah so um kooky yeah. that it would you would have a personality disorder i think yeah, we'd, we'd probably all be in jail if we really identified yeah. with those yeah. characters oh my god I if you're 100 percent a samantha i don't know where you'd, you'd be. probably like be dead of syphilis or something um okay. <laughs> <laughs> or millionaire either one. Oh god oh i'd take i I'd think take so. who cares <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Spice Girls like springs to mind of like that classic like which one mm. are you uh, mm. and even though the Spice Girls I feel like on the surface seems so much more two-dimensional because it's like I'm baby Spice <laughs> but I feel like Spice Girls are much <clears throat> easier to be like oh no I'm like I'm posh Spice because she's not just posh she's also like sexy and like funny and like vague and blah 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 whereas like if you're a samantha you're just a slut and like that's yeah. it mm -hmm. like i mean there is a lot more of wow get off this podcast no but like do you know what i mean it's like it's always like very surface level like before yeah, yeah for sure and also the way the ways that we've viewed these characters um in the you know different decades this uh series has been on you know what i mean like initially mm. and, and the different ages that we have been like being mm. younger watching this and being like oh my god miranda's so annoying i never had that because miranda reminded me so much of my mum that i was like miranda's great she's a powerful <laughs> woman and a lawyer totally um 
but you know for like different people being like Miranda's such a, like a feminist bitch or whatever then like getting older in your early 20s being like oh Miranda's a feminist bitch I'm I'm into that and then mm-hmm. as you get older you're like okay Miranda I don't know who you are we're trying not to be fully Miranda but we're sort of like edging closer to it mm. yeah definitely <laughs> I just I just want to have more hip flexibility than Miranda totally but uh, <laughs> my hockey body is just kind of left me as rigid as um Jesus Christ, have we seen her ride that um, mechanical bull yeah. yet? We have. Yeah, yeah, we have. And we saw her also fall down and not be able to move. <laughs> that was the most I've ever related to Miranda, actually. <laughs> when she was naked on the floor. A beautiful yeah, episode. Um, we are up to uh, episode 12 of season four which has been quite a journey, Kane, and we are here. We mm-hmm. thought this was going to be like the last or the second last episode, um, but um, I looked it up the other day and we mm. actually have 18 episodes in this season. So <laughs> got a lot more work to do than we really signed up yeah. for. Um, <laughs> I feel like this happens every season, I know. except for season one. We're like, we're nearly there. I'm like, oh, no, we have 25 more episodes yeah, we- to go. <laughs> So and many. we're not going to be done it's this so year, good. I don't think. Because last time we were like, yeah, we'll be wrapped up with this in no time. And it's like, imagine if season five and six all have that same amount. Well, if this vaccine rollout is going the way it does, I reckon we've got plenty yeah. of fucking time. Yeah, yeah we can <laughs> We can yeah. call the government and be like, if you want us to stop doing this, um, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please. Audible vaccine. <laughs> Lord, Moderna. Um, it is, um, it's so funny how, like, the era of these, yeah, like, 18 to, like, 24 episode seasons I know. is no more. Yes. Like, now you're lucky to go past six totally. or eight sometimes. Like, and 12 is, like, whoa. Yeah, 12 is, like, all right. Yeah. Fucking epic tale. Yeah. It's really and- weird binging these old, old series mm-hmm. as well because it's, like, I think Jordan mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, but just being like so much happens between the episodes. Like it's been, it feels like, as in like, there's such a, like for instance, in this episode, um, uh, what the fuck is his name? Aiden is proposing to yeah. Harry. And you're like, whoa, that happens so quick. Yeah. Uh, Cause you're binging the episodes one after the other. Mm. But then like when you're watching this and it's a week apart, it feels so far away. Totally. Um, mm. But guys, to be fair, it is, um, I thought of the fact that it's 18 episodes, but it's like half an hour episodes. Yes. So sometimes yeah, you get nine, you know, yeah. and that's works out. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes a huge difference. Ovi, um, uh, do you have a synopsis to read for yeah. us? So we've got KGF Vissers, who is the person we go to for these summaries that he's done every single one they have. Um, but they are gra- grammatically fucked, so let's go and see what's <laughs> happening with this one. Okay, so this one's called Just Say Yes. Okay, when Carrie's apartment is going co-op, Aiden proposes they buy it together. She finds a ring in his things and suddenly and accidentally insults Miranda, <laughs> who helped pick it out. That was funny. Trey's MD tries to control Charlotte's reproductive zeal. <laughs> in light of the tough statistics of in vitro fertilization and charlotte looks into adopting a girl from china <laughs> the annual highland fling bunny's objection to mandarin granddaughter causes a marital row samantha finds out richard wright is a tough boss but into quick into quick sexy without commitment <laughs> he literally says it. <laughs> 
Miranda finds out Richard Wright is a tough boss, but into quick sexy without commitment, such as on a fight. Can you just say sexy by itself, baby? I just love hearing it. Sexy. <laughs> sexy without commitment, such as on a flight to Rio. Miranda tells Steve he's becoming a father, but that she doesn't expect his help. End story. Is yeah. that it? Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Every I'm, time I'm, these synopses are I'm, so shit. Yeah, we don't I'm actually just updating my grinder profile to read into quick sexy without <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, KTS legend lives on. In a flight to Rio, no less. <laughs> In a flight to Rio, yeah. On <laughs> a quick oh sexy. Oh my god. Um, KGF lives on IMDb and has written every single synopsis for every single episode. I'm going to Google um, this. He definitely got tired on his way through, I reckon. What a legacy. What a God. legacy. Um, what an episode as well. Oh, my God. I saw it coming. Okay, as the person who hasn't watched the series and has avoided a lot of spoilers, this is a spoiler I didn't get, but I did predict there were lots of little moments in this episode that I predicted two seconds before really? they happened and I'm very happy with myself I'm very satisfied um <laughs> that's all I have to say I'm proud of you Thank yeah you. so you didn't expect Aiden I mean so you didn't know that Aiden was going to propose to Carrie no but I I expected it and I think that Carrie's going to leave him at the altar what Ooh, interesting. I actually don't remember. I actually have no idea. Okay. Um, you don't happens. remember that plot line? <laughs> what no, happens with Aiden no, and I'm Carrie? also very tired and like nearly through <laughs> lockdown. So I'm just like, I don't know where I am. Mm. But um, I, this actually goes quite well into my um, theme of the episode, which oh. is the theme of the episode. So my theme is how do you know when you found the one? The eternal <laughs> question. <laughs> Kane, how do you know? Yeah, let, can you tell us? Not by going through the gym bag. No, um, no not that. Uh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't really. Yeah, like I love Aiden, and he's obviously the hottest um, of the potential you know, boyfriends, mm. which is important. <laughs> but um, nah, I, I, it, it, it all sits so weird. I feel like her gut reaction yeah. <laughs> um, is kind of the yeah, one to follow. Vomits. Does anyone she ever know vomits. who the one is? Yeah. It's crazy. And also she literally vomits as well. And what did, yeah, she goes and throws up and then uh, later in the bathroom, she like screams in the mirror or something. Oh no, that bathroom scene was really funny <laughs> when, um, Sorry, this is like jumping the gun heap. So towards the end of the episode, <laughs> when she walks into the bathroom and she's like, what are you doing in there? Um, herself in the mirror. And the woman's like, what? And the woman's yeah. like, are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was classic. Funny. <laughs> that was funny. No, I, I, think, um, I think you're right though. Like Harry's vomiting reaction should be a telltale sign. But in saying that, this whole episode just reminds me of this... Um, reoccurring dream I used to have where I was being forced to marry this is when I was like 12 or something being forced to marry my piano teacher Freeman Ew. who was like this hippie like young girl like probably like 30 30 year old which is you know young but I was at you know at nine 
um, teacher who was really softly spoken and really nice, but and was like obviously like a straight white dude. And I just kept having these dreams that I was gonna have to marry him. And I and I was like in a wedding dress and just been like, I don't know if I want to do oh, this. Yes. And that what that's what scares me about marriage because like imagine if knowing that the you person you're dating <laughs> is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, but imagine finding a fucking ring like I don't know about this like one thing if mm. anything going through breakups has made me realize oh there's like you could marry anyone it doesn't matter it's literally a matter literally of ending it's a matter of yeah of fucking timing and and need that you I feel like most of the next stage most people in long-term relationships are like the most common thing I hear is not like I found the one it's like um it's like every day life is love is a choice <laughs> it's just like, it's like, um, just, like just remember you're choosing this life and at any moment you could choose something else but it's always a choice and every day day in day out you're making a choice for this and it's just like okay i guess i am um like that's what i hear most often i've probably heard it like three four times now <laughs> it's, so it's grim guys and people being like, you make an agreement with someone that this is just how you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've agreed. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, but honestly, that is what I'm like a, a marriage, especially in like a hit marriage where you're wanting to like have a child or whatever. Mm. That's how I view that. Like in, um, in other people's marriages, I'm like, oh, you guys have just agreed to be like, cool. We want to go down this specific path <laughs> with one another and then mm. other people in different marriages i'm like okay that's not what that yeah. is but it is it's such a fucking weird thing and it's also i think you can either view marriage as something that's like really like it doesn't fucking matter at all but it's just like a fun thing to do or you can view it as like oh no this is like a complete like foolproof mm. even if we get divorced later or whatever commitment mm. that we're gonna be with each other forever which is just like so yeah, much like terrifying and so she's a carry who's been writing about it this whole her whole freaking life she's like meeting the ones like the most important thing for her um yeah it's gonna cause issues well like she writes a sex things. column and she's looking for the one no. yeah. um thoughts on aiden proposing when they don't even live together Weird. um yeah i think I think uh, in their I think relationship, weird. I think like, it would be weird because they don't know what it's like to live with mm-hmm. one another. But if they, but if they had their own place forever, which um, who said that? Someone, uh, someone in this episode was like, "Oh, um, if if rent wasn't so high high in New York, oh yeah, no one would ever get married. We'll be single yeah. forever." Miranda. Mm. Yeah, which I was like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, if you literally, I, if money wasn't an issue, why would you like get married? Totally, or yeah. why wouldn't you get married just to do it, like, but not for any kind of security mm. thing? I don't know. I think it's more of a more of a weird thing, like less so that like asking her to uh, marry him out of living together, but more that they know so literally about each other that. Um, she doesn't even know how much money. Totally. Like, yes. I was oh like, what? That's the first Dude. thing I. Asked. I know. <laughs> and there's no. Um. There's. Yeah. She's so shocked. She's like, what? And she just said that she had to put. This is why it's like. How come you're so broke all the time? Um. She's like, I just had to put um tomatoes on whatever she says, like credit, basically, because she doesn't have enough money to buy tomatoes. Um. And he can buy a house. It's like, surely you would know the difference. 
yeah say, and then in the next scene she's out buying i know <laughs> it's like you need to go to therapy <laughs> seriously not your friends <laughs> she's chasing that yeah aiden's gonna and marry into like fucking like two billion dollars debt um <laughs> yeah debt <laughs> I wonder if if at this age and at this time if like I wonder if there's that weird pressure like I because I don't want to get married at all anytime soon but Alex and I have been together for I don't know six years I'm going on six years now not that that really matters but then in my head I'm like oh it's so weird that I don't want to get married at all anytime soon Mm -hmm. And we've been together for like six years, but you know, my parents are together for 10 years before they got married or whatever. And who knows if that should have happened, but um, <laughs> that they're still together, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like weird, these like weird pressures coming in. And then I'm like, well, I, don't, I know I don't want to get married, but now I'm like, oh, but should I? Because like, we've been together mm. for six years, which is like, oh, yuck. I don't, I don't want to do it though. I don't know. So I guess like for Carrie, I wonder if that's, or for these other women, like Charlotte being like, just say yes, like, just do it. Oh, Charlotte. Like, what's that? Yeah, what's that like? And that's also like, yeah, knowing, okay, well, if I don't marry you, who am I going to marry? Like, what are, What am I doing in my life? It's such a weird, I don't know, marriage is so weird. And just Very like, like oh, mm, there you go. I was just going to say, interesting in that brunch um, that they all kind of show, I mean, obviously, but they all showcase exactly how their character would react. Like they were very in their own mm. little archetypes in that moment. I thought that was really nice and mm, to totally. Watch. Um, what were you going to say, Kane? Um, just that like, it's very that like societal norm thing of like that feeling obligated to like, well, you're with someone and then you get married and da, 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 da. It's like it just, it just like doesn't have to be like why would you ha- why does it have to follow that same trajectory for exactly. everyone um and yeah it's interesting even in this episode how you know carrie is kind of going down that path but then miranda is quite comfortable in just being like you know not going down the traditional trajectory at all totally. you know mm. and she's confident enough to just like no no this is what's going to work for me and doesn't even care what anyone else might mm. think which is slightly an issue because what about what Steve <laughs> thinks um but yeah totally and I think um it shows like the issue like it is an issue because we just put it on ourselves but there's no real easy way out of it like and they showed that through Samantha just being like upset that Carrie's getting married um and saying like you know why do we need to get married I just want to like have fun forever and that like sleaze pot um Richard's like yeah like I'm going to Rio let's fuck and it's just like <laughs> she thinks that's her yeah. escaping like the norms but it's like you know that's gonna end up I mean I'm not giving anything away I just find his face disturbing um you just know that's not gonna go well for her so um what do you do oh totally I did enjoy watching um, Samantha absorbed the information that he has on <laughs> and absorbed that he can fly to Rio and just like the gear shifts totally. in like her approaching that conversation was stunning mm. to watch totally <laughs> and why would has you, the you um know? yes vote made it different in like queer communities is there like any more pressure or less pressure to do traditional things uh, I feel like the people who were gonna get married we're gonna have those like commitment ceremonies mm. have done it or will do it anyway I, I don't know i think that there's a lot more um deviancy from the norm mm. but i don't i don't know i feel like yeah I, there was a lot like a big 
rush for a bit I found. What have mm. you guys noticed? Mm. I think it like that instance in particular meant more to the community as like a whole in terms of like generalized totally, acceptance yeah. or like you know rather than the specifics of the fact that you could now get married totally. because as you say like people that wanted to do that you know were already having you know they were already living their lives yeah. that way or had already made those commitments to each other whether or not it was official or not totally. but and I think especially yeah like within the queer community maybe that traditional idea of marriage is less at the forefront so it it holds less um, ground for that but it's more like oh okay well the fact that the majority has you know given us their blessing (laughs) thanks so much for that one by the way um you know that is more of the like takeaway totally and it does make a it it, there is a difference between marriage and de facto no matter what the fucking christian um uh alt-right were saying at the time Mm. there's there's a especially like applying for purchasing houses especially in terms of like you know somebody dying and you being able to see them you know um so I think it was just kind of like Basic you do business. have more rights in bubble blah, 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 yeah, blah. So of course. Um, it's just so funny as well that conservative people didn't want um, gay people to do a conservative thing. Yeah. It's like why are you like <laughs> they're like, no, fuck around more. I know. Don't yeah. settle down. Yeah. You're not allowed. That's our thing. Like, it's like yeah. I am against your gay queer lifestyle. And, but I don't want you to follow the lifestyle that I want to follow because that's too conservative and it confuses totally. me. Like, it's just so dumb. It's like, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want people to live your conservative lifestyle? Totally. Like, why are you pushing against it so totally. much? Like, Pick a hill song people. to die on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, also think, like, just on this topic, also because, like, with <laughs> recent news, um, and also just in life having a bit of climate anxiety and stuff like that I and, and like just economic anxiety and the pandemic and things I think that the world that we live in is proving to be more and more precarious mm. and bizarre I actually think it's and gone those ideals yeah yeah and even like living through this pandemic being like oh you can't rely on if anything things can change suddenly mm. and so like why is that not the same with partnerships and with marriage I feel and like stuff people like feel more trapped sorry did I just cut you off my computer's like, no. um, yeah, I, I feel like people are more trapped because I think that like going out, like that whole like fun of dating or like the fun of like, and this is like not related at all. Um, this is my personal experience. Um, just like the fun of like, you know, I feel like those, just those escape fantasies are all gone and it's like, no, this is what you're dealing with. It's going to be like hard to leave your house, hard to like organize anything different in your life. You just need to like stick it out which sucks a bit, mm. but, um, but I feel like, do you feel like those narratives are sort of gone? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. I, I think there's, weird, there's weirdly a mix, I feel like from COVID and lockdown and stuff like that, from either being like, why am I in a situation that I don't want to be in? Mm. Like, why, why do that when, when there's like not much time and we're going into in and out of lockdowns and totally. we're so unsure about the world and the climate and pandemics and all that. Yeah. And then there's also a mix of that and being like, <laughs> being like, 
why am I being so unstable? The most important thing is family. <laughs> Time to settle down and make your family. Totally, yeah. And we'll make money. And then we'll just buy stuff to make ourselves feel better. Totally. Yeah. Like that's um that's a two I mean as well, like I'm I'm you know pretty secure and happy where I am. But it's like I feel like there are these like two different things like pulling on different For people, sure. being like, Oh, I want I want this, which is like stability and like and this kind of archetypal, not um, this kind of situation that is, I know how to mold mm. myself into from being taught from a very young age to do so. And then there's also, I want freedom and, you know, want to like go live my life the way that I wanted to for myself. Yeah. So it's just, it's a weird mix. Mm. Absolutely. I'm pretty spaced out as well today. I don't know if anything I'm saying is making sense. I feel like everything's lagging. And I I just feel perpetually confused. I feel like I had a conversation last night that we were like, we want a carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide or whatever the fuck it is alarm in our house because someone told me, and I think it was you, Jordan, that a lot of people see ghosts in old houses. (laughs) Because they've got carbon monoxide poisoning from like old chimney <laughs> oh and like that. So I want to get, I want to get a fucking, Alex and I last night were like, I felt like there were spirits in the house. <laughs> like, we're poisoned. We need to get one. Then we're going to go to Bunnings today and get one, but we did it. And now I feel like I'm still affected by it. So if I die, we know what it is. It's not COVID. It's spooky it's ghost. Exactly. It's spooky ghost trying to kill you. Oh um. God. In this, uh, in this moment when um, Carrie uh, finds the ring in the sports bag and also just, like, seeing Aiden's stuff mm, all over the place. That was um, Yeah, I was also, like, it is kind of annoying because he hasn't – well, firstly, you haven't made room for mm. him. Potentially, you haven't given him a draw. But also, it's a mess. Like, he's putting it everywhere. Yeah. Find a corner. Mm. Have you no self-respect? Yeah. Um, and she finds the ring and it's yuck. <laughs> and then she goes and then she goes to lunch and complains about it. And Miranda helped pick out the ring. And I just that leads me to my theme, which is taste. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I also wonder I, I, I can't imagine picking a ring for someone. No. I would have to I would have to show them options or I would have to go with them. I'm if I was to propose, I would definitely have like a, a toy ring or something or like a just a nice ring that I'm like this isn't it let's go find something together oh, sure. or you pick one you know what I mean because it just seems so risky especially if you're letting Miranda choose for you totally Kane, would you ever let a friend choose your wedding ring or your engagement ring well I think all of my friends would know to base it off a ring pop so I think I'm safe um no but I have like the only ring that I've ever really wanted which is like the Lord of the Ring- Rings one ring oh my god so, <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! which, which oh my god. parents bought me oh. as a teenager and it is pretty much the only ring I've ever worn well it's the one ever. ring <laughs> yeah well oh my god, um, I love so it. yeah but also I mean maybe I have no taste because I was like oh yeah it's a ring <laughs> Like, what was wrong with that ring? Nowadays, teardrops are coming um, back. I feel like that's the thing. Yeah. Um, she just couldn't see it then. I think well, it, was, it wasn't the right one for Carrie. But then the one that she gets in the end, this, like, big, Box. like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> just giant square mm. girls of the world on her finger. I'm like, that's the better option? 
For me, I'd say yes, I but know. I can get where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> like, where was the Elven scripture? <laughs> was it forged in the fire? <laughs> yeah, my work crush, this like girl who's like my um, work wife and crush is like the coolest. I'm just like, I just want to be like her because she's like, her and her partner have been together for like 12 years or something, but they aren't married. They just do like, um, they've just done like commitment rings or like not commitment, but just being like, I think she was just like, he pissed me off. So he bought me these two rings, which are nice on like our 10th anniversary, but they're like the coolest rings. It's like this, like kind of in that same box shape, but <laughs> like a gray, it's like kind of like a teal gray, but like imagine like a, like a diamondy teal gray and another one that's an emerald and they just look like so boss. Um, and I just want that. Still her rings. Yeah, yeah I'll um, rings. ask her to send a photo for our Instagram. <laughs> Beat her, her up I quite like those like Russian wedding rings where it's three rings in one. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. that'd be cool. Wait, what's the Russian ones? Like a babushka doll? They're just like... No. <laughs> <laughs> they're like three rings intertwined and they're just really easy to slide oh, on and yeah, slide yeah. off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just, and I think very traditionally it's like a, a rose gold, a white gold, and a yellow gold oh, band yes. make yeah. up the uh, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they represent like trust, fertility, uh, yeah. fertility. And, <laughs> and fertility again. <laughs> fertility. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't really know what ring I'd want yet. I mean, there's probably de- definitely heaps of different options, but I would not trust any of you to get it for me or anyone. Okay. Um, no, don't worry. We don't have time. You, you'd hate oh. it. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to. I can't fit that into my schedule. Um. I was wondering, would you ever, is there anyone that you would actually trust, any of you, to be like, okay, you could, you could do this? I reckon my sister for me, I'd be like, all right. I mean, she'd get something that I would like. It might not be the perfect thing. Yeah. But how do you know what the one is? You know what I mean? There's so mm. many options. So um, anyone that you would trust? Yeah, I think I trust most people. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, probably I feel like I'm not I'm not so picky with style. I just like want it to be blingy. Um, so I'd probably trust anyone. <laughs> uh, of you guys, okay, sorry. That's um <laughs> no, that's fine. Well now I know. Yeah. I, I would just want to pick them. I really like rings and jewelry, so I would just want to pick it myself also for the fun of mm. picking it, mm. you know? That would be a fun outing. Um, I I thought it was very funny that Miranda picked it. <laughs> and then later on, when she gets the ring she wants, it's Samantha because, of course, in terms of, like, Carrie's yeah. taste and the person who kind of gets Carrie, I think, the most yeah. is Samantha. Yeah, I, think, I agree. Yeah. I think Miranda is a really good friend as well and i think she gets all of carrie's faults yeah um whereas samantha sees all of the positive sides of carrie mm. as well that's um, so true and that's what's in the ring um and it was very interesting seeing like the the contrast between obviously her and steve um Miranda and Steve versus Carrie and Aiden because Miranda and Steve are like about to have a baby together announced over purchasing ice cream. I know, Beautiful. I love it. Great um, scene. Great scene. Um, and, and they're like, what are we doing? Like we can just be like, they have a way better way of communicating later on um, than I think Aiden and Carrie have in their entire totally. relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. And it seems like they're actually committing to something more mm. intense, but it's, 
so much more casual because they're both open about what they want. Yeah, they're, they're I think it's, you hit the nail on the head. They're properly communicating. Whereas Aiden and, and Carrie are still like playing this like weird, like they're doing a weird dance for one another mm. and like kind of just feels like this whole relationship is kind of performative and Aiden's still trying to play this like tough guy person. I know. I don't oh. know. And like still trying to win Carrie back in a way by being like, yeah, see, I'll do Yeah, the they don't have real yeah. conversations with everything ends with he's like, he's like, I'll take care of that. And he's like, yeah. I'll do it. And then she's like, yeah, yeah. Oh and it's just like, everything's just like, you give me some. And it's just like, ends in kisses. And it's like, oh, yeah, give me some yeah. here. And it's like, ew. No wonder yeah. she had to like run to the bathroom and be like, what's going on in there? Totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I loved where, yeah, like the, at the apartment conversation that Miranda and Steve had, like that kind of ended in quite a nice place of like being on the same page a bit more and like, you know, like being kind of like unified mm. in current state of, you know, events. But the ice cream scene, I was like, oh, I mean, again, as a man, maybe I just don't get it, but I was, I just like, there's got to be two people in that conversation, mm. right? Like, she just kind of takes so much of that away from him. I was like, oh, poor Steve. Yeah. I think Steve then, dealt with this really You know, well. he's obviously, like, dwelt, like, you know, like, considered everything and then gone back to her with, you know, like, a proposal, not, like, that proposal, but just, like, how are we going to mm. get through this kind of thing? Because good guy. But, was, yeah, just the execution of that and being so you know, like, matter-of-facty totally. and, and blunt. But I totally fully, because I was thinking that as well when I was watching, I was like, wow, that's, like, really just shutting him off. It's not a two-way conversation. But then later I'm like, it's mm. Miranda just, like, haphazardly in, like, the best situation possible because I feel like when they were they were together, it was always, like, them trying to change each other, just being, like, um, you know, he's, like, please have a baby. She's, like, please, like, grow up and, like, stop being, like, sleeping until whatever. <laughs> And like that whole, it just wasn't working. So then she's like, I'm just doing this by myself. I've got all the money to support it. I don't need you to help me in any way. Mm -hmm. And then when he does help and he's like offering stuff, it's just going to be like a nice surprise or like an addition onto what she's already decided herself. But yeah. I wouldn't go about it the same way, obviously. Um, but it's just like for mm. her, it's um, what's working. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was a really good, scene because I think it evoked all those emotions and made you like realize like and see things from two different points of view because with uh Miranda I feel like if this was just some random dude that she did fuck mm. once like it would be a completely different situation we'd all be like oh yeah absolutely don't like tell him or whatever or you can tell him but it's not like a big deal but I think the fact that it's Steve and they seem to have some kind of friendship and an ongoing friendship it needs to you do need to have that kind of conversation yeah. But I really love the way that she brought it up because I think, but she also is powerful enough not to have, not to need Steve in that situation. But I also really love the way that Steve reacted to that conversation because instead of him being angry, like something like Aiden would or, or mm. big or, or whatever, mm. by being like, fuck you, why wouldn't you include me in this blah, blah, blah. He was just letting Miranda tell him and then knowing later on that there would be some kind of conversation. Because I feel like it's her fucking body she's pregnant mm. what the fuck is mm. that and I love that Steve is just kind of 
he's just again being a friend and I feel like since the breakup Steve's really stepped up his game and I really love him and Miranda's friendship at this point in the in the mm. relation um in totally. the show yeah and I think um Steve knows that because I the first scene like with the ice cream scene I was a bit like you can say something <laughs> Steve like mm. I was like obviously she's not giving you much but I was like you you just said mm. okay but also mm. fair enough because then it kind of makes sense that Miranda does need to find where she sits in a situation and then Steve needs to fit into that and I think that he knew that but I I the ice cream scene I really loved but not because I was like yes Steve I was like I was a bit like but that's unrealistic because it's a tv show but I was kind of watching it be like they still have a whole walk totally. yeah <laughs> like, they're just at the start of their catch-up and he was just like okay I guess that's how it goes and she was like you don't have to have anything to do with it and he was like well right and then he just left it and then they kept totally. walking mm-hmm. um but it's a tv show and that's how these things work <laughs> um and he does he proposes with the shitty ring that was so funny, was very funny. Yeah. Was seeing it when she opens the door i also oh, yeah. love the, that he just yelled he's like miranda it's me open the door <laughs> and then she opens and she's like fuck up what are you doing like, like such a shit proposal on his knee. Oh, uh, yuck. I mean, it's no, great. Such so dreamboat behavior. I love him. <laughs> he's so he's, cute. He's growing on me. I don't like him, but I, I like I like his relationship with Miranda now yeah. as friends. Um, and this like co parenting thing. Yeah, it looks like the start of like a funny movie. Mm. <laughs> um, what did we think? Just because we've talked about proposals a fair bit, um, what did we think about? Aiden's proposal to Carrie. I don't know. It was fine. Like I just thought it was. Look, I like, I like under, um, underplayed or not very formal proposals. You know what I mean? Mm. I really appreciate mm. them because it shows that you love that. Per- I mean, not shit ones, but like that you like love. Shit. Yeah, shit, exactly. Um, but that you love that person, you love doing the kind of regular things in life with that person. Yeah. Like you're not trying to do some big kind of show and dance to be like, I want to show you the world. Totally. And you're like, well, you can't. You don't have any money. What the fuck are you talking about? That is not the life that we'd live if we got married. So I appreciate a kind of um, underplayed proposal. Mm. But it is kind of, I don't know, it, it's fine, but also it's 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 also mad. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be cute if he, if they were actually in love or, like, if she, like, loved him. But seeing as they're not, it's not that great. It reminded me a lot of when my brother proposed to his now wife mm. because he, you know, like, had obviously been planning to, had the ring ready and hadn't quite decided on, like, yeah, the grand gesture or, like, the dinner out or whatever. Mm. And one night they were just at home and, you know, like literally just like watching TV, had dinner. And then he just was like, all right, this is it. And he just like went to the bedroom, got the ring, went to the couch, sat down next to her and was like, do you want to marry me? Because it was actually the perfect night because that is their life together or at the time, you know, like, and it was just like, why, why would you make it something that it's not? Mm you know this is the best part of the relationship it's just all that time spent together as like best friends that kind of reminded me of that which is quite sweet but on that (laughs) (laughs) um 
and they'll never listen to this, so it's fine. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Emily. They both wear <laughs> they both wear glasses, and when they got married, my brother's wife wore contacts, mm. and it is the only time in her entire in like in the 15 years I've known her that she's worn mm. contacts. And it was like, oh no, because I want it. I want to, you know, um, like look beautiful and have my makeup and everything for the mm. wedding day. I was like, but you wear glasses every day. Like those glasses are who you are, not the contacts. Um, and I just, it kind of reminds me of that as well in like, what is it about weddings and that proposal process mm. and stuff that is like, no, this is the way it has to be. And it has to be this and it has to be that. Um, yeah, sure. but I think if they got married now, she absolutely wouldn't do that again. But it was just that, yeah, interesting. Oh my God. interesting. And also, as someone who wears glasses all the time, the second I put contacts in, people always comment on it in a weird way, like "gusty eyes." <laughs> 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 like you look like your dad. Like it's never, <laughs> it's never that scene. Like if we were gonna do like that, um, she's all that. <laughs> actually be like oh fuck. <laughs> and everyone would be like oh whoa I didn't that's so funny you. yeah I think I people the amount of people who've literally and I'm it's it was mainly when I was a teenager and there were mainly teenage boys just like no filter not trying to be cruel but would just be like I like you better with <laughs> and I'd be like thank you I'm just gonna exist just studying here in the yeah. library it's cool <laughs> totally. I think the um, glasses um softened my face because I was doing this audition self-tape shit the other day um and the characters is meant to just be like really um analytical and um my housemates like just try these glasses on and I was like so like fuck this I hate glass no no offense like I had them on me um <laughs> and- <laughs> <None> taken. <laughs> But then I watch the tape and it makes me look like way nicer, as in like not like hot, but because it's like not towards you, Jordan. I just mean like um just generally with glasses. Yeah, it looks shit on you, Jordan. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, not with you. Um, uh, yeah. I look fucking shit with glasses because my eyes, are, um, my eyes are quite close together <laughs> on the circumference of my head. So then glasses just makes them even closer together. That's so funny. And then I just look, and I've also got a very protruding um, big forehead, and it just uh, it sits. Really yeah. Good. But so will you wear them on your wedding day? <laughs> yes, just to freak everyone out. <laughs> it's me. Oh it's God. a real me. Yeah. It's me. I thought. Um, it was very. It was a very Aiden proposal, but it wasn't a very Carrie proposal. No. Yeah. It's a good yeah. Because he had Pete there, who Carrie has no relationship <laughs> to, <laughs> um, and he also like made like a shit joke. Like he was like he hold hold the baggie or whatever, and she was like ah, oh. and then it was the wedding yeah. ring. Um, and I, to be honest, like because the whole the whole episode I felt sick because I was like oh oh my god what are you gonna do Carrie oh god how are you gonna say no oh no but then like when it happened I was like you have to say yes and and but I was like it was I was like that's nice just say yes you'll have a nice life oh my god Jordan no Oh, and it was a nice ring and I think that that was the difference is that there was something in her that like made up for all the other shit that in their toxic relationship that she was like oh he found a nice ring 
which should have been cancelled out by finding out that Samantha had picked it, but that's totally, And he lied. That's that. That it totally... He lied. He was like, oh, yeah. I just looked at it and thought that um, it wasn't your taste, so I got a new one. And it's like, no, you that's were told so by cute, Samantha though. that she hates you. I mean, that she hates I think... Yes. <laughs> I think that's cute, though. Being like, I just didn't seem like your style. Like, I don't uh-huh. know. But I also love men that are, like, a little bit like... Um, no, I was going to say men that are like boys, but then I was like, am I a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I mean, God. like just dumb boys that are just like mm. that's kind of cute. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I to me it was like a deception because the ring is what changed her mind in the moment. True, and then the ring wasn't from him. No. Like this is why like, I allowed he, myself he to had gaslit the, in my last like, relationship. I had no perception of this kind of shit. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> you're smart. But yeah, you know, it's like. I suppose he had the insight to go to her friends mm. for more, you know, assistance and stuff in knowing the person. But yeah, I was like, no, this this whole thing just like sits wrong, and I I can't remember. But I would hope that that kind of comes to air of like a bit more analysis on that ring moment because mm. yeah, Carrie didn't seem too phased when Samantha was like, oh yeah, no, that was mm. me. Like oh, but that's why you said yes because in seeing that change ring it was like oh he does get me he gets mm. me but he doesn't no. get you so like you shouldn't have said yes like no. your gut instinct yeah. was yes, right that's what I was thinking as well but I didn't realize that at the time when I was watching it I was like oh this is really cute for like I'm like also PMSing so I was like Samantha um so it was like really <laughs> cute but now when we're talking about it I'm like wait a second he didn't even choose it himself mm. I think we've realized that that Carrie's perfect um partner is I Samantha know. they, they <laughs> both can they should they both can have you know freedom money mm-hmm. Samantha can definitely support Carrie mm-hmm. Carrie can I don't know have sex with Samantha what does Samantha want I don't know <laughs> well I think this oh, episode God. also pitches it's like she briefly sees um big and he's like no it's never gonna happen you're not that type he's not the guy um and I can imagine being Carrie later being like oh well if he's not the one, then Big must be the one because um, he just happened to also say that he's not the one for me kind of thing, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. it kind of just makes this binary when it's like you could just not have Big either. Mm. Totally. That was another, I mean, very obvious, um, but I was like, at, like at the second she went out and tried to call a cab, I was like, I Big will pick her up. And then he did. And I was like. <laughs> I know. And also, I hate her outfit there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this blue it's yeah, like it's like, you, it's like um primary colors blue and red and she's got a red brooch mm. pretty hot though yeah, big picking yeah. her up like uh, i'd definitely be attracted to that i also feel like i mean not big in general jordan don't give me that fucking face but if someone's <laughs> like hey hop in i'd be like oh my god i really appreciate the lift <laughs> yeah. yeah. drive, so that's probably why I just got <laughs> just like, anyone that gives me a lift i'm like ready to go down my hands and knees and suck them literally he's always got his fucking rahul like he's just like rahul um just like oh yeah he was so leaning as well he was leaning into her the whole yeah, time no good didn't like it um, but had to happen, mm. you know, had to happen because as we've said before, big is Carrie is Aiden's big. Yeah, for yes. sure. And so they had to, we had to see that kind of like, um, layering, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and 
uh, just circling back to the to the brunch, another kind of moment that I enjoyed was uh, Miranda complaining about pre- being pregnant and then Charlotte being like, at least you are. And it was just like a cute thing of them just like having the polar opposite sort of relationship to their bodies and their uteruses and like what they're planning to happen. And like, it's, it's almost, yeah, it's just it, like, it just shows that it doesn't matter how much you plan. Um, totally. It might not work out for you. Um, what are your thoughts on Trey Kane on Charlotte's husband? He sucks. Mm. That would be um, weird if you were like obsessed with he him. Re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You're like I love it. Me, he's hot. He, he's like he would be hot if he was like Willem Dafoe, but mm. he's not. Um, like I just think he, yeah, I, I think he sucks a lot. I kind of don't remember a lot about his character. Um, she's like a rich mummy's boy and then I don't yeah I don't yeah I think this episode was a bad um, showcase of his traits um, it kind of in a similar way to how Miranda was in that ice cream scene I do find it really bizarre that she would not include him in conversations about adoption and and all of that you know it's more of like a telling this is what I've been working on sort of thing and that kind of peculiar but um yeah no trade just sucks and also like they weren't wearing the same tartan were they not i didn't even notice that i love no it was different hers was way like it was a different it was just a different tartan it's like that's not the point the point of tartan is that it's like related to the family yeah the clan (laughs) Like, and they even have a conversation about totally. it while the two characters are wearing different tartan. <gasps> what if that's um, so, on purpose, though? Oh, the production because they look like doing... they should work together, but they don't. Know. I know. And when awesome. she's like, um, when she starts getting aggro and he's like, um, she's like, I'm doing all the work. I'm like learning Mandarin. I'm doing all of this stuff. And he's like, we should just lower the dose of your fertility treatment. It's just like, fuck you, honestly. Yeah. In saying that, though, I kind of love it. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know why. I was just like, you are being hysterical, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm probably trying to be like, bitch, you need to calm down. Obviously, your like, hormones are going out of whack. trying to learn Chinese. And he's a doctor as well. Yeah. But, like, I really love that um, her, her when she did crack it and she was listing all the things mm that she's done and all the ways that her body is going fucking through it. And then for him to be like, I think your hormones are out of work. And for her to be like, oh, yes. Yes, (laughs) exactly. I'm working so hard. It's so, to to, like, imagine starting that process and Mm -hmm. going through it all and then having someone be like, I think we should stop after you've like, Done you know, all of that. You've given up into yeah. it. Fucked your yeah. body up. You're getting like four. fucking yeah. needles off your butt for like so long. It's like now you tell me. Um, it's like not like up her butt, but just like you know on her butt at, at that point. No one was assuming <laughs> up the butt. <laughs> no, but they, no, but it's so true, John. Hey, I found that really infuriating. It just again reminded me of all the shit that um, yeah, it's it's funny when people are like you know oh your poor husband having to deal with you pregnant it's like what <laughs> like when people kind of say that kind of shit i being like how did your husband give birth? it's like who gives a fuck my yeah. whole insides went out and my body ripped open yeah and i 
produced a child like what the fuck and it's like with anything it's so much shit like arguments I have with Alex sometimes about um, not even arguments me being super super polite just pointing out stuff being like hey like it's gonna bring something to the sink and the dishwasher is oh empty because I emptied it maybe like put it in the dishwasher just like I just want to know like your thinking yeah. around that I mean I don't want to go to game uh, we keep talking about house household chores in this podcast <laughs> it just keeps getting brought up um, but, I, uh, yeah, but anyway, we're all trapped inside. Kind of, my yeah, psych yeah. sent me an article once and she's like, just maybe you two could read this together. And the title of the, I honestly didn't know. I was like, hi, and like, come over. Let's like read this thing. My It's like my homework. And then I open it up and the title's like, um, I didn't put a fork in the dishwasher and my wife divorced me. Um, <laughs> and it's like, now I see why. And it's like this man just being like, just literally talking about like not putting shit in the dishwasher and how they're just like pushed her to the brink. And then he's like, I've come out the other end. <laughs> see that it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I was like thinking, I don't know if this would be like funny as a joke at all, but um, just thinking about like, if it's a bit about how I fantasize about like us have broken up, us having broken up and then like me just watching, it's like, I'm not dead, but I'm just like the ghost of the relationship past, just like watching him like fuck up in like everyday situations, just being like, I forgot to check the mail. Like, I knew she was right. <laughs> like, there's like so many dishes he can't like. It's like dying under dishes, and he's like, "Damn it! If only I'd listened." Well, that's like generally like when my auntie and my uncle got divorced. Like, he didn't know how to do like his washing properly <laughs> and stuff like that. Also, because she was playing more of a kind of um, part, like very part time and like mainly household mm. kind of. Um, anyway but it's still like so fucked up you know and you're just like oh my god and I'm so glad even though I'm having to deal with this shit sometimes Mm. um for many reasons um but I'm so glad I'm past that like generation of just men not knowing how to do fucking anything how disgusting you know really Oh goodness! And and oh. Trey can go. Well, yeah, it looks like it's this. on the rocks for mm. them at the end of this. It's like I mean, it was a good process to go through to just realize that they don't want the same stuff, and I think it'll be finally enough to separate them. Yeah, is my prediction. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he rips her dress. Humiliating. Very oh, aggressive. Very oh, that was. And his mum sucks. That was. The mum relationship is so gross. Like, oh, the conversation that. Even just like, like running away to dance with your friends and leaving her with your mom, who's a mm. psycho, so like, oh, don't do that. Mm. I was, I was kind of like, that is my nightmare. Like being left at a big party like that to like entertain totally. someone. But also, it's like she probably loves it. Like she, I feel like she kind of, you know, like wants to be that, um, you know, like socialite like wife as well kind of thing like that would be probably part of her fantasy but oh I was like that's just rude you just got there like Mm. get her a drink yeah exactly this is your event that you're chucked a hissy fit about not wanting to go to and then she's pushed to make it happen for you and then you just abandon her with your crazy (laughs) mom that you've been talking to about her behind her back like it just it's gross um and I feel like with the because Charlotte like quit her job to be a housewife um 
but I feel like that's maybe the problem with like het, like normative relationships in the past because people expected women to just like quit their jobs and like be like dumb I mean like dumb is in like they're not dumb but just like you know shut up and do the chores but Charlotte goes into like she's like doing all that stuff because she just like inherently is ambitious and like works hard and she's just like channeling all of that into like household stuff now so you can't stop it mm. yeah mm. absolutely and then she's kind of that's her like the interesting thing about Charlotte and Trey's relationship is that he absolutely wants her to take on that role he wants her to be this mother, this wife, this like sexual woman, but then she's punished whenever she actually focuses on it and does all the work mm. that she needs to do, especially with her fertility. Mm. And also like problem solving beyond that. Like it not just being, okay, well, if we can't have a baby, like I don't like the way that they approach adopting a Chinese daughter <laughs> this episode. Probably, I'll say yeah. that. No. Very probo, but like in terms of like Charlotte's thing, she's like, okay, this is my task. This is my role as a woman, as a wife. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking A plus it. And then she just gets punished for it, which I think is very symbolic of how women get punished all the time in those sorts of relationships. Yeah. And also just a complete, yeah, lack of understanding of the amount of work that needs to be put in and the dad just being completely absent. Just so shit. Yeah. Just any kind of dad's just being like, and it's like fucking off with like not realizing all the stuff they have to do. Like, again, like, I don't know if it was an article or a video or something, but just, or a nurse talking about something. No, it was a TikTok. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but just like this nurse being like, when dads are like, um, when they're asking questions about the the dad's son or whatever, being like, oh, like, do they have any allergies? And the dad's like, I don't know. And then they're like, do you, ha- um, what's their, you know, birth date? I don't know. Like, is there any kind of like symptoms of like, or have they broken a bone yeah. or whatever? And actually it was a person making a TikTok about like how funny that is that he doesn't know much about his mm. son. And then a nurse responded to it, stitched it on TikTok, just being like, I deal with this all the time. Fathers having no idea about their children and how like fucked up totally. that is. And then they kind of think it's like funny. Haha, you have to ask my wife about that. Uh, and it's like, why? Why don't you know if your child has allergies? Totally. Like that's so fucked up. I saw like a really sad TikTok. I hate this. I feel like I've seen a few of them um, where it's like a baby. It'll be like a baby boy and um, the mum and the dad are on either side and um, it's that game where it's like, um, sorry, the mum and the dad are there, the baby's like pointing to each one and it's that game where you like ask a question and the baby points to like which one it thinks it's true for. And so it'll be like, who does more cleaning? And it's like pointing to the mum um and like everyone's like pissing laughing and it's like who does more cleaning and it's like who do you love more and it points to the dad and it's just like constantly like who's more fun dad and it's like who's your hero dad and for mom it's like who yells most who causes the fights and it's just like so sad and at the end when they're like i love dad more the mom's like ah, and the dad's just like yeah and that's just like the point of the video and they're always baby boys doing this and i'm like Ugh, i thought the next generation was gonna be better like honestly yeah, it's awful. Fucked up. Nice. Who has so, no responsibility? Yeah. Who has to pick up the cycle? Like yeah, all the cool dads yeah. that we thought were cool when we were young. It's like now you look back and you're like, oh, actually, you were just like stoned out the backyard. <laughs> we thought you were cool. They've all had totally. affairs now, you know? Oh, like, they have all dads. Yeah. Have all like really affairs and fucked Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. In my life. <laughs> yeah, same, same. All the cool dads have like cheated on Ew. their wives and had like, yeah, much younger partners. Right. Um, or yeah. it is like Jesse's dad from Big Mouth. Yeah, like one of your friends. That's cool. He's so like chill, and then he's like just like high all the time and not 
not um, contributing to the family or like yeah doing totally. anything. and then the wife has yeah. to be like i'm you know what the fuck are you doing <laughs> we don't have i need you to have an income i have an income and they're like it's, me. <laughs> it's just so easy it's so oh my god imagine if you were like a straight dude in a heteronormative relationship it is so easy to just tear down a well, your partner yeah. and like just being like wow you're such a fucking nag or like stop acting like my mom or being like wow you stress all the oh, time yeah. Stop. oh you're hormonal relax. there's like so many yeah relax chill out <laughs> When you were saying Jess's mom, Anna has this like, um, we have to like go back through episodes and I have to like cut out um, like secrets that Anna said about other people. And I thought Jess was like a friend and you were like, you know, like Jess's parents, um, how they divorced. <laughs> we get, we I say it all the time. Yeah, you know, but you know. I don't even listen back to think about like what I should have left out. So it's out to the world now. No, what would you um i think it's time for us to rate this episode my friends um as we rate as well if there's any final moments final thoughts that you have about this this pretty huge episode of sex of the city as well Mm. like in terms of the plot um anna what did you think uh not my favorite episode uh maybe because i already know like i i forgot but i remember that this was going to happen and blah 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 it wasn't like shocking for me or anything like that so really without that there isn't much so i probably give this episode like a six out of ten um i probably Great. give it a seven i think it was like eventful and big things <coughs> happened um and each of the characters like progressed in the ways they needed to so i thought it was just like a stable kind of kind of um episode um i give it an eight i did really enjoy it i think i hated it but it made me feel things like I was sick the whole episode and then I was like excited. And I also thought Samantha was peak Samantha in this episode in the best way. And I always love seeing her thrive, you know, um, Kane, what did you think? Um, so I think like, I agree. It's like a good episode with some meaty bits, but I think save for Samantha and Steve, this episode only like puts points against all the characters like they all do things and make decisions and have comments that are Mm. terrible um so i think that's kind of interesting and i think it is that thing kind of like a seinfeld situation where yeah like they're not necessarily like they're all kind of like terrible people in a way Mm. like you know like as we said like the things about how miranda approached things with the ice cream conversation and then just like carry uh, i don't know generally or like (laughs) or you know like aiden and then like even big being so arrogant in the car trey being a dipshit the mother being horrific Mm. and then um you know like well charlotte doesn't really do too much bad but um she gets the tartan wrong um (laughs) it's just yeah i and i and i don't mind that but i think it's kind of interesting when i sit back and i think like oh it's not like i loved anything except for how hot steve was um yeah but i liked it like like a solid seven um i did just want to say as well that i find it kind of like interesting and sad but kind of fitting as well that like there's one throwaway line in it about like oh it's usually the little girls that aren't wanted um and it's like that fits for the characters right 
like contextually it fits because these are just like that is the privileged life that they live and it's like that would be a throwaway thought in that moment but it's like I don't know that that would happen in the show now because that you know is a topic that deserves a bit more um onus around it oh. and it's like yeah and and when I was watching it it's like of course we know that like you know it's just like a very white kind of show mm. but it's like to my memory watching it the only POC <laughs> was Big's car driver yeah. who we don't see the face of we just see the back of his neck and the only conversation about that is just this like throwaway thing or like Charlotte kind of like it's kind of endearing and it's kind of probo and bullshit like you know like learning these like mandarin words and stuff and then like you know saying them badly like there's nothing intrinsically racist about like trying to learn another language but <laughs> when it's the butt of a joke in a show that has no poc characters in it or people or representation it's like mm. no, totally and just like casting doesn't solve the problem it's like who's actually making the show like have they changed any of their staff who are uh, writing or um you know like did they actually research do they ask anyone from a Chinese background to be in the writer's room with that kind of thing obviously not in this show but now that they have you know Lily or um whatever Charlotte's daughter's name is Evie wait <laughs> um I, I also put a um oh my god <laughs> Uh, this is so <laughs> oh my god just to get it just to get it just to get it you don't need to remember anything no Allah. no what she meant was she has a pond with There's lilies in the pond she's like my lily daughters the cat the cat sorry I meant her cat yeah Oh yeah. my god! I'm so- anyway. Don't worry. Let's not even talk about it. Um, let's just move on. <laughs> no, definitely. But also, adoption in general is a confusing subject. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially for like again the rights for the paternal um parents of the child. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, the the biological sorry, the biological yeah. um, parents of the child, and mm. then especially the reason that they're giving up their children is mostly an economic reason. And then it's like, mm. then they give it to another family that's in a better economic situation that can deal with it. And then they give up all of their rights when they're like, actually, I was so poor and couldn't deal with it. Now I have more money and now I can't get my mm. child back because I gave it up or I was forced to give it up or whatever. It's such a, it's that my mom always talks about it. She's like, adoption's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always just like, it's such a fucked yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, obviously it, it's confusing yeah, and there's and there's a whole systematic things around it that uh, need to be changed. But it's mm. it's such a interesting concept and such a privileged thing to do as well as mm. like because you know so so often you're mm. like oh my god like this child's getting saved kind I of know. thing and you're like yeah absolutely in some situations mm. totally but in a lot of situations it's like pressure to for someone financially or for other reasons to give up their child. And then another more privileged family is taking in that child and therefore that person doesn't have rights to that child mm. anymore or what that kind of situation is. And, but also in saying yeah. all that shit, I, I'm not like a lawyer and I don't fucking know what all the it's laws so are. But hard. in and general, I, it's kind of fucked. I can't wait to see how Darren Starr absolutely <laughs> clunks his way through that given that it's now so I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> With 
No sensitivity. <laughs> just trailblaze through. No, you don't know. You don't know. And make it about Charlotte squirting or something. What happens. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, you don't know, Jordan. It's, a- it's so complicated. That's, yeah. that's why yeah. shows like Sex and the City tackle these issues. <laughs> and we yeah. thank them for it. Thank you, Don't <laughs> Stop. Thank you, Charlotte York. Thank you, Trey McDougall. Thank you, McDougall. Thank you for doing it. Hey, uh, Kane, a.k.a. Zelda Moon. This is, mm. I mean, who fucking knows where we're going to be in a couple weeks' time. But this is this episode will come out in two, three mm-hmm. weeks. Is there anything mm. coming up that you would like to plug? I wish. Um, no, well, what can I say? We are like we, as in like the Beastie Girls, are collectively working on a few things, but we are really pushing and working towards our own. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, do it. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be so yeah, good. Oh no, I'm gonna be out of the job. You are demonstrating it is nice because it's something that we can kind of continue to do whether or not the club is yeah. open so we're kind of yeah working hard towards that i don't know if it'll be ready in two weeks but, um, <laughs> yeah that's kind of like the next thing on our radar maybe sure. guests on it yeah. i would love to be on it yeah yeah book us in uh, yes i like i like want to tell you the, the premise no don't tell the, me about Oh my god, I'm excited. No, no, I couldn't no. possibly. But it um yeah, it's gonna be fun. Amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, and also oh just god. um mm-hmm. people should follow your uh, mm-hmm. Instagram and anything you do. Please, it's That's at Zelda Moon. Um <clears throat> yeah, on Instagram. Somehow I managed to snag that. Such name. a good name. <laughs> love it. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh, I love it. Um, All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Really, really appreciate it. It's nice to have the set. It's nice to have like a Russian ring of the three Beastie Girls. The Russian ring. Are you the white gold or the rose gold? Well, it's funny. I like, I would be the rose gold. I I spoke because obviously I listened to the other episodes and I am now subscribed and listening to all episodes. You should definitely listening. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. But um, I was like, I feel like on this Sex and the City podcast, there is not enough conversation about sex. Oh. And I was like, that's what I'm going to bring. That's my angle. And then I didn't even tell oh my one God. sex story. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, quickly, that, that one, one out. Uh, that that one. Out, look, um, <laughs> look, my speciality is the long haul. So that's not quite how it all functions. But um, <laughs> um, I mean, the one sex scene that we got in the episode um just like mm. highlighted like um oh no actually <laughs> i did have a good point on this so the sex scene like it's the two of them on the like stupid like bed on the airplane right and it goes from like him ripping the skirt open which it's is like can you be less wasteful you're on a fucking like, private what? jet um don't like and also like I'll buy you a new one. Yeah, fuck off. And also, you don't know if that's that's even available anymore. It's my size. I've been doing so much online shopping recently and it's so hard to have things in your size that are especially designer and nice like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens, which is fucked. And then there's the shot of them, like it kind of bumps out a bit and it's just him on top of Samantha. And then like the flight attendant comes in and they're like, don't put on their seatbelts. And then it cuts to like her obviously being like penetrated, but like they're 
like there is no establishing shot of him pulling down her many layers of tights or opening up his pants. Like that's no. not how sex works. It just goes from them making out to them like it's like oh, no. <laughs> no. I know. Very I hard. honestly think that Samantha could come from like a like if the wind picked up. <laughs> she just like she is like the queen of manifesting mm. a fucking orgasm. That's so funny. <laughs> she will make that happen. But I also really loved the cameo of the um of the flight attendant who just got like three to four seconds longer screen time than I was expecting. <laughs> yes. Like, How'd you get this? <laughs> Speaking of sex stories. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Kane, for bringing the sex to the sex and the sex and the sex. Do you want to do? I'll yeah, bring, we're all prudes. If we, if we do this again, I'll I'll force more. Sex oh yes, you, I promise. Oh, we'll line up you. a most sex episode <laughs> for you. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, yes. Yes. Also, and yeah. Totally. <laughs> and we'll also have an orgy. On his boyfriend's invited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll bring Alex in. Yes. Alrighty, thanks okay. so much. Thank, thank you so much. Subscribe and follow all of us. Well done. <laughs> like and subscribe and rate us, please. Rate us. We love that. Rate us. Bye.